Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. March 28, 2022, with your hosts, Lance Goodthrust and Fauntleroy Jehovah, here to talk all things Flyers side. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who? I think you're Lance Goodthrust, because I want to be Fauntleroy. All right. That's a hell of a name. That's that's quality. As is that jersey behind you there. Connecticut Whale, the... uh, PHF Isabel Cup final tonight, 9 p.m. ESPN2. They take on the Boston Pride. I was going to put it on, but it is uh, 60 degrees in this room right now, and I'm freezing my nuts off. So, and I fucking put on my PWHPA sweatshirt like a fucking chooch. So, you know, just got (laughs) to... You just got to deal with it, I guess. Well, yeah. Some things in life you just got to deal with. Episode number 499 of Brotherly Pod. Love it. Love it. Look at that. 499 episodes. So you and I sit here and get the episode right before the the whole thing collapses with 500. (laughs) Right before that disaster of a 500th episode gets released to the public. It's all right. I'm not mad about it. I cannot believe I've sat here. 500 times and done this show. I can't believe that you've sat here 500 times. I can't believe that I've sat here a hundred times or whatever it is. Yeah, probably close to for it. this particular show for, you know, all the other, you know what? I can't believe that I'm sitting here at all. Let's just, <laughs> let's just be real with it. 500. Oh. The 500 episode will be up sometime. Yeah, in the next couple days. It's pre-recorded. I've got a pre-recorded freaking flyer as well. we got to do the Anthony show this weekend. I've not heard from him as far as when we're doing that. So, you know, it'll be up in the near future. You know, Anthony is the only one I, like, always look forward to eventually talking to. And Anthony's the one that I've never spoken to before, ever. <laughs> Your paths have never crossed. Can't imagine why I'm the least professional one on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <clears throat> Yeah, he uh he usually has better things to do than uh, join our uh, wacky uh, party episode. Yeah, well that's fine. We handle <laughs> it. We handle it okay. You are uh, holding your microphone tonight. I am. Uh, so I had a buddy come over this weekend. Uh, he is, and I applaud him for this. I applaud anyone for this, as I'm also going through the process. Uh, he is in the process of uh, going back to school. So mid thirties guy and. He didn't, uh, you know, applying for grants and loans and, you know, things like that was something that was pretty far into him. So I said, come on over and I'll help. Well, here's the problem. I may have all these desks in my house for all these areas that I work, but in the office itself, I have a functional work and school desk over there. And then I have a podcasting area over here. And I realized I don't want you sitting that close to me. So I had to clear all this (laughs) shit off. 
And I'm literally, I sat here and like just completely like an ass hat. I just flipped open my laptop as if I was just having a regular Skype conversation with someone or Zoom conversation with someone. I was sitting here until about 50 seconds before you called yeah. with an open laptop, no microphone, no headset, no nothing. Like I was just going to come up here like a fucking amateur and just been like, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been horrible. And then I was like, it just hit me. I saw, uh, I saw the, um, uh, my fucking, I don't know what the hell this thing is called. Well, I saw a box that the audio comes out of. <laughs> I'm forgetting what the hell it's called right now. Um, it is eluding me and I was sitting on the floor and I was like, oh, that's probably important. So moral of this is I, I'm, yeah, I'm holding, holding a microphone today. So if I sound different, that's why he's actually one, talking into it this time. So one pop filter. Oh, you guys can always hear me fine. I have a, you know, I'm such a loud, boisterous personality. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like to operate the phone sex voice for the majority of my time on podcasts. <sighs> what's going on today <clears throat> i got uh i got stories this week for a change you know it's been it was slow for a few weeks there but i got some stuff i i both need and want to talk about so okay we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get into one I, I feel like today is today's important um or important in a sense that it makes sense as to why this story comes up. But uh, <clears throat> so many of our listeners, given the areas that most of you live, are familiar with snow squalls. Had one today. Yeah. It was also brutally windy yeah. all day. I bring that up because the other night I was going for my evening run, as I do. <laughs> You'll all hear that tomorrow, by the way, or the next, the other day on the 500th episode. That is true. That's right. Um, so yeah, going for my evening run as I do. Uh, and well, you know, let me, let me back up for just a quick second. Um, do you get, uh, like gallon, like five gallon jugs of water delivered to you and like have a water dispenser in your house or do you just buy bottles or I've got a fridge, my guy. Okay. Um, that's fine. Well, that's the first time anyone's ever said my guide me. Um, <laughs> I see it all the time online and I'd say it out loud in my head and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It sounds like such a cool thing to say, but I never had the you know, <laughs> situation to say it. And here I am getting called my guy and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I get, uh, I get the, the gallons of water, right? The five gallon jugs of water delivered to us. And, uh, so the the problem with the service is they will often come before their scheduled date, which off, with anything else, it's lovely. But when you need to return six five-gallon jugs, it's really inconvenient when they fucking come a day early and you don't have those jugs outside. So I didn't have them outside. I opened the door. Sure enough. There's six fresh ones out there. Now I have 12 fucking giant jugs of water, many of which are, are empty, just sitting outside. I'm like, well, now I have to let this go for a while. So I was running out of space in my kitchen, and also I had my buddy coming over. I didn't want to look like it was the prohibition of water, and I was just <laughs> storing things. So I put them on my deck, and I just forgot about them. So I put them on my deck. So there's about 10 or 11 
empty gallons of water or five gallon jugs of water. Fast forward, I'm taking a jog, like I said, and I get to the alleyway in my neighborhood. And I, I'm running across and there's a fucking water jug in the wood line. And I'm like, this trashy ass, ghetto ass fucking neighborhood, man. I'm so fucking tired of these people. Like, why does this need to be this way? So I get inside, I'm all out of breath and, you know, making sure like I have to sit down for a long time to make sure that, you know, my breathing eventually calms down to a regular place where I can say I don't need to go to the hospital. So I'm sitting there for a while. So I'm about like 35 minutes into a show and I look, I look outside in my glut, like my glass sliding door to get onto the deck. And I'm like, Oh fuck, man. I was like, there's those water jugs are fucking everywhere. So I went outside because I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be that ass hat that has jugs flying everywhere. Dan, there were jugs in four different neighbors' yards. <laughs> and the one that I wrote, ran past in the alley was also mine. I had to hop fences at fucking 1232 in the morning. Do you know what it's like to do that in a neighborhood like this? I, we've all talked about how shitty this neighborhood is. At 1232, you want to take a guess at what, just put a percentage on it. What percentage of the neighborhood do you think is awake at 1232? Probably most of them. A hundred! (laughs) All of them. Dan, every one of them. (laughs) And guess where they are? Probably by a window right by the jug. They're in the backyards. (laughs) Two of the four fences I had to jump to get these things. I, and I'm a pretty like aware individual i have a history behind me so i'd like to think i'm pretty aware as to like what the surroundings of things are but as this thing is just rattling against a fence and it's 12 32 i didn't think i needed to be aware so i just hopped the fence and i just hear what the fuck are you doing and i'm like well now i'm gonna shit myself (laughs) and like i don't know what part of me felt the need to jump a fence like I'm 18 years old and why I didn't just use the handle, <laughs> but like a pure ass hat. I jumped the fence once heard that didn't even respond, picked up the jug, threw it over the fence. I again jumped over the fence, picked up the jug, ran home, put that one back on the deck, caught my breath peeked around the side didn't hear anything or see anyone so i was like all right let me go get the others you'd think i'd learn did i learn no i jumped another fence <laughs> what's going on at this one guys out there just smoking weed which i'm whatever do your thing i'm not gonna judge you but i hopped the fence again jumping it so apparently the achilles is fine but yeah. <laughs> jump the fence nothing is said until I get to the, the the jug itself, which is like three quarters of the way into the yard towards the house. And I see nothing or I hear nothing but a flick of a lighter. And then going to help you on me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, man, I think my water jug blew into your, into your yard. I'm, I'm just grabbing it. And he goes, why are you jumping the fence? Like, I don't know. 
man? Can I just get the jug and be good here? And he's just like, yeah, we're good. And that was it. That's all I got out of him. And do you know what I did, Dan? I threw the fucking jug over the fence. And then I, too, jumped the fence again. It wasn't until the very last house before I finally sat there and I was like, I'm a fucking moron. I just lifted the hatch, walked in like it was totally fine, picked it up and strolled back out. So now I'm sitting there and I, I get back inside. Everything's back on the deck, which is stupid, right? Everything just blew all over the place and I just left them out there. And I'm sitting there I'm trying to catch my breath again. And I'm like, I should probably count them. I was missing one, right? And I felt like it was like that high school prank of like painting, of getting four pigs or three pigs and painting them one, two, and four. Mm. So they were always looking for a third pig. I went outside, I counted these jugs again, and I was like, oh, you motherfucker. So I had to go for another jog. Now it's like 1.15 in the morning. I'm going for another jog just around this block trying to find this stupid thing. And it wasn't until I was like, I don't know, probably two, two blocks over for no reason where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Why is this? What does it matter? I'm not going to get arrested for not giving back a fucking water jug. I don't give a shit. So now I'm exhausted and I'm walking back home because running is no longer an option. Like that is all I had in me for that evening. So I walk back, I get to the front of the house and um, the door's locked. Do you know why? Because I came in or left out the back door. Well, I didn't click right away. So now I'm just sitting here like it's a rom-com and I'm throwing acorns and shit at the window, (laughs) hoping to wake Stephanie up. And do I? No. No, she doesn't wake up. So then finally logic came back over me and I was like, oh my God. I'm fucking like, this is just stupid. I went out the back door. So I walked around the yards and I come walking back first house. They were out there on the phone with the police. (laughs) And I'm like, what is happening? So I had to stand out there and wait for an officer. And they were just like, you were just getting water. And I'm like, yes, sorry. And he goes, we're not taking a report. You're good. Great. All good. So then I walk finally to get back to my house. Stephanie locked the back fucking door. Now I'm freezing out of breath. I need a hospital truck in the worst way. Like this is the end of my, this is the end of days. So I'm just sitting out here and I was just like, all right, well now I obviously have to scream and like, just do awful things as if phones don't exist. And there's one in my damn pocket. And I'm just throwing shit at the window. My neighbor next door, not hot Jenny. She hears the shit and she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, trying to get in my house. So now I'm sitting here thinking, no way I'm not getting the cops called on me a fucking again. Finally, I realize, oh my God, now I've been outside. It's like two 30 in the morning. I'm freezing. I'm just sitting on my stoop at this point. And like, and by the way, heroin addicts across the street who never go inside outside the entire fucking time that I am. So I'm just like hoping to God they don't notice I'm sitting out there and try to have a conversation at 2 a.m. with me as I'm freezing my fucking balls off. (sighs) 
I realize I can get in my fucking car with my phone. I have a spare set of keys in my car. I sat out there for so long, Dan. It was horrible. I'm pretty sure that my nuts were above my navel, like inside my body and just above. Like, I'm pretty sure I used to have an any. Now I had an Audi because it was my nuts popping through the skin because I was so fucking cold. I was so angry. I don't think I got to sleep until like 4 a.m. This is the kind of shit that only happens to you. I was so mad, dude. <laughs> I was so mad. And that rolled into, so here's the other thing. Now, I have, so I've, I've started going to uh, this, uh, this gym that has a, uh, that has a pool, right? And I can't swim. We've already talked about this. I hate being in water. I just like being near water. Um, but, uh, but I feel good enough in a pool to do like rehab, right? So I figured it's baseball season. I really have to improve my flexibility again. And like my body is not in a place where I can do this on land. Like I have to do this where gravity is not a fucking issue. Like let's get in the water and just float. We'll figure it out. So now mind you, I've only been here two or three times, right? I'm here on like no sleep. I I mean, I went from four o'clock in the morning to when I finally fell asleep to being here at seven because this is no one needs to see me in a pool. That's that's an uncomfortable thing for all audiences. So here I am just casually strolling up near the water. I put the stupid towel down on a, like a little bench area that I can go to, uh, you know, leave my stupid flip flops over there. Cause you know, you don't want to catch fucking Corona of the foot. Um, and I'm like, all right, let me go and get into the water. So I start walking towards the water. And all of a sudden, this lifeguard starts aggressively blowing his whistle at me like I'm a toddler at a public fucking outdoor pool in summer, running around with a Snickers bar in his mouth. Like, he's just screaming. And he comes over to me, and he's just like, yo. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Does he use his words at this point? No, Dan, he doesn't use his words. He just aggressively points to a fucking sign. Take a guess what that sign said, Dan. Mm, um no fat chicks weight limit (laughs) it's a pool dude like (laughs) i'm sitting here and i was like what did we what are we doing do you think that no one person could get into a pool unless it was a baby pool and affect the water in the pool so much so that it overflows (laughs) what are we doing why are we having a conversation? And he's just pointing aggressively. And now I'm getting upset because it's seven o'clock in the morning. I got no sleep. I was chasing water jugs all night. Now I sound like a crackhead. I'm like, this ain't it. And I'm like, dude, the weight limit says 1,200 pounds. What are we talking about here? I'm like, I know I've gained some. I need to get I'm this guy in the show. Twelve fucking hundred pounds, man. And he looks at me confused. And he just points like, he goes, no, and points again as if I'm going to see something miraculously different than a sign that says 1,200 pound weight limit. And I, I did see something different. There was a light that was red with a sign underneath it that was, I don't know, maybe eight times the size of the sign weight limit. So obviously I just have some psychological issues that I immediately saw 1,200 pounds and thought, I'm not allowed in here. The giant ass sign says like close for private classes while light is on use pool C or D. And I'm like, 
Oh. <laughs> You're right, man. Sorry. And he goes, but you should pay attention to sign one, too. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, dude. I was so angry. It was like the worst, like, nine hour, like, span of time of my life. I was so pissed off. Okay. Shut up, Steph. I hear you sneezing to the floor. <laughs> so fucking aggressive. How was your week, though, man? While, while, I, while we got some time before I start, like, getting into some of this other shit. So, <clears throat> I didn't get arrested this week. Uh, Very good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I did get a job offer. That's uh, awesome. As a mechanic. <laughs> it okay. was a, um, so a family friend of ours, <sighs> my mother was friends with his wife and he has a small little body shop. That you he got ran. a hammer? <laughs> that's all i'm thinking about right now that he ran with his brother and i guess he's in his late 50s and his brother's a couple years older so he's retiring his brother's retiring and it's gonna be just him and he needed he needs somebody else and i was i ran into him whilst walking the dog earlier in the week and he goes oh you know you're looking for a job and i'm like not really and he goes well you know i, I need somebody to work with me now and i'm like <laughs> like i don't know anything about cars you know and so when do you start (laughs) i can you do that legally what's that can you hire me as a mechanic with no experience as a mechanic really that's not against some like hipaa laws or something hipaa no i think that you just can't do um that feels like like one of those things you should be qualified to uh you can't do inspections, I think. Inspections, emissions, things like that. But, like, you could do, uh, like, patch tire work. You could do brakes. You could do rotors. Um, it's like a body Oil shop. changes. Like a collision center. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think collision anything. I think you can, yeah. Like, I barely know how to use a screwdriver. And this fucker wants me to. Dude, you should have taken the job, and you should have just taken the as job. As far as I know, it's still on the table. I did not turn him down. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is the kind of thing where, like, it's just in my nature for something like this, where somebody offers me a job, something crazy like that, where I'm like, I want to give it a try. Sure. <laughs> like, I want to fucking saying. do it. Like, uh, mm, I don't know. I told my previous boss that I would come back if he let me do my other job there, and I wouldn't actually work. I would just come in and amuse him. That's the same thing. All you're doing is going over there and you're giving that guy a buddy, someone to talk to. I mean, that's more or less what it would be. I mean, he, he's been doing it for ever, as far as I know. So he'd be definitely somebody worth learning from. But like, sure. fuck, talk about getting in on the ground floor. I don't fucking know dick about cars. <laughs> Speaking of cars, I almost bought a Lamborghini last week. What are you doing? <laughs> I we just had a conversation about you like potentially buying a Corvette on the side of a Yeah, last like spring I almost bought a Corvette. Yeah. Well, this one was from a more semi reputable place. I have a friend who it's I don't... not the street. Well, no. It was in a garage. I've got a friend who I've been known since preschool. I mean, I don't keep in super close contact anymore, but every once in a while I run into him. And I ran into him at fucking Wawa the other week. Or, uh, that wasn't a week. It was Tuesday. And 
<clears throat> his dad, I'm not even sure what he does, but he has a supercar collection. And he's got a big, gigantic garage with all kinds of stuff. And that was, like, the cool place to be when we were growing up because he had all kinds of sports cars, right? So, he's, oh, you know, you want to go check out the garage for old time? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So we went, and he's got all kinds of shit. Dodge Vipers and Camaros and, oh, my God, it's just great. And there's a... It's like two- the garage from Ferris Bueller? Pretty much, actually, yeah. It is a 2006 yellow Lamborghini Murcielago. Ah! Gorgeous. And his his dad was there, and he goes, oh. How the hell much money do you have that you could just wave your dick around and be well, like, I'll take it? Here's the thing. is God. He goes, oh, you know, because that, that was the one that I was immediately drawn to, because it's a fucking beautiful car. And he goes, oh, you know, you... You want to buy it? I go, uh, sure. He goes, 150 grand. Now, where the fuck am I going to get 150 grand? I don't know, but I did do a little bit of research when I got home, and that's like, even uh, 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 2006s are going for like 200 plus. So it's a nice little deal. Take a line of credit out on your house. Get the car, then flip it. I'm thinking about it, actually. (laughs) I'm just saying. So if you, if you can line yourself up another buyer to flip, that's a that, far yourself... more reasonable price tag than the Corvette was given their respective uh, categories. No, yeah, Corvette was like obscene like... for what it was. Yeah, yeah. I want like forty five for that or something. Cause yeah. whatever the fuck the number was, it was, it was insane. But for an older fucking Corvette, yeah, for an older Corvette that had a whole bunch of miles on it. Uh, so yeah, I've thought about it. I've thought about it all. <laughs> So if I roll up to your wedding in a Corvette or in a uh, Lamborghini, I'm, just, rather, I'm taking that as a wedding gift. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my week. A very uh, car centric week here for Dan the Flyer. Hilarious. Yeah. Good for you, man. Good. So, I have not bought you. it yet. Um, desperately trying to figure out a way to come up with $150,000. Which, yeah. yeah. I give a top notch handy. I'm sure I could spend a couple nights on the street and fucking. Get there right. in no time. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, man. So here's the thing. So my, my one buddy, he come over, uh, like I said, th- this past weekend. Now, he is. His water tastes like funk. It's a strange thing to say. Funk. <laughs> I don't know what to, to, to describe that taste as. It's weird. Well, I actually think that that was just your vomit bottle from the 500th episode. It could have been. Yeah, which is impressive to see someone vomit into a hole that small. I found the lid from the water bottle from the Christmas show that I lost. (laughs) I was cleaning the studio the other day and I found it. So Uh, that's too funny. (laughs) It's been four and a half months, but God damn it. The Christmas show water bottle mystery is is officially wrapped. I love it. It's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, so my buddy comes over and, and he's a gay man. And, um, and like, so he's relatively recently single. So he, he's, you know, we were just kind of talking about the difficulties of meeting people now. Um, and the differences that there are from like some of my single friends who are straight men versus, you know, some of the things that are slightly easier for him, at least as his experiences have been told. Um, and I'm just sitting here just like listening to him talk about this stuff. And I'm like, man, like you guys just have the right idea. Like 
you're you're getting professionals who own equipment that you're looking to get managed. It's just like I gotta teach individuals who don't have the equipment and never will own the equipment how to use the equipment. And like every time someone new is interested in the market for said equipment, I gotta sit there and start at kindergarten all over again because my unit's different than all other units and my crazy kinks are different. And this dude's just like it ain't like that, man. It's just glorious. And I'm like, man, how much I would love that to just know. Yeah. You're taken care of in this capacity. It's just glorious. So just good work by you guys. <laughs> you live a simpler life than we do. Oh, absolutely. You. Yes. Just ridiculous. But, um, Oh, I, we, we got to get to some questions before I roll into other stories. Cause I feel like I'm going to talk forever and not remember. Uh, let me get to the one from Mike on Twitter before I forget. Okay. Mike is frequent flyer, right? Yeah. Frequent flyer, yes. Mike, <laughs> frequent flyer, Mike. Yeah. Uh, it said question for Shane. Do you know how to sync up the Phillies radio broadcast with the TV feed? Have you tried this before? Um, yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, you, if you have like a sound system or, or something there, you would, um, plug either a laptop or an iPad or a phone or something that you're not using in with, uh, with your radio app. So whatever you're going to use, um, so say for argument's sake, you're going to, you know, pull it up on your laptop, right? Um, you would pull pull up your, your radio broadcast. Um, and then there are options and functionalities to delay the feed once you're within that. Um, so then you'll mute your, like your television and you'll have your audio, uh, be played from a separate connected device, which is your laptop. So you'll have your TV playing the video. Um, and then your sound system is linked to a separate Bluetooth thing or a separate connected usb thing wherever you're playing that from and then i think you delay it uh 14.9 seconds maybe or 19.9 seconds i don't know you'd have to mess with it i, I can't recall the exact delay uh, i mean you could also just like play it and then just keep delaying it until it makes sense for wherever you're at. But I think it's like, it's either like 14.9 or 19.9, something like that. Um, and that's all you do. And then you're good, which is a, a definitely a much better decision in life. If you don't want to listen to, um, Oh my God, Ben fucking Davis twat knuckle dick shit. Fuck that guy. Okay. What a piece of crap human being. <clears throat> anyway, Thanks for asking a question, Mike. Um, this person says, if you could go back in time and relive any sports rivalry, what would it be? I would just go back and watch the 2012 <laughs> Flyers-Penn series on repeat, knowing that would be the last time that I ever truly have fun as a Flyers fan. That's funny. Huh. The uh, uh, anniversary of the Red Wings Colorado uh, fight night of the Joe just happened. I would, I would love to be there live through that stuff. Um, a little, you know, before my time, I guess. But uh, I guess I was born that year. But you know, for the first one anyway. So that would have been a cool rivalry to uh, live through in person. 
I feel like I would because I I didn't see these, I would do the Ali Frazier series. All of those fights, I think, and plus it's when boxing was good. And if I could be alive during that era and like in my twenties or thirties, how much fun that would be and how different that would have been. Um that would have been something I would have loved to experience. Same thing with, I mean, I was alive for these and I watched all of them, but um, I mean, obviously with Gotti dying, but Mayweather Gotti um, in the like early to mid two thousands. They were some, they were some really fun fights, just two very technically sound boxers. um, And one with a little bit more power, one with a little bit more like, counter punch ability uh, it was just it was a really really fun rivalry um and set of set of matches so those two uh i think would be two things i would want to go back for sure and see uh yeah i think that might be it i think those would be the ones for me uh <clears throat> person says hi shane and dan what is your favorite pie Oof, i don't do pie what <laughs> you of all people don't do pie really that's i mean i've told you before on this show i um I i'm not a big sweets guy pie. i mean neither am i but fuck pie is like the crux of human life well there you go uh maybe that's why they keep trying to take mine um no i uh yeah not a big sweets guy like pretty much all of like a cookie, like here or there. That's pretty much it. Any pie is good pie, except rhubarb. Fuck rhubarb. Okay. <laughs> what a shitty fucking vegetable or fruit or weed or whatever the fuck it is. I think it's a root. Whatever, it sucks. I'm just kidding. I don't know what the fuck it is. Look at us. You're going to search something that's not so inappropriate that you have to use an incognito window in your own house, <laughs> which is still weird to me. It's true. Rhubarb is a spring vegetable. There you go. One of the few that is still truly seasonal. Okay. The edible part of this perennial plant is the vibrant pink stalk, which is always cooked with lots of sugar because it's very sour. Because it tastes like fucking moldy asshole. All I'm picturing this to taste like right now, just so we're clear... (laughs) There was a gentleman that I never worked with, but he worked, he was part of like a crew that came before me, like at one of my old jobs and a a female coworker was like obsessed with this guy and he was just not having it. And he kept saying like, you know, and again, this is a story told through stories, told through stories. So I don't know how legitimate this story may or may not be, but in my head, every word of it's fucking true because it's gold. But she just kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. No was just not on the table for her. Finally, he was like, I'm so fucking tired of this. I'm just going to do it. So what he did was he worked out hard every day for five straight days. And it's the dead of summer. He turned his air conditioning off at his house and he did not shower a single time. And he said, listen, we can do it but it's only going to be a blow job. She said that she gave, or he said that she gave up two minutes in and said, I just can't do this. And he goes, what's wrong? 
And that was how he got her to finally stop asking. And I'm like, you are disgusting, <laughs> man. What is wrong with you? Like, I doesn't matter how much I dislike someone. Like, holy crap. You gotta be some kind of a sociopath to do that. Because you know you gotta see other people in those five days, right? Yeah. Like if you're living with other people, like you're turning the AC off and just not impacting, not caring that you're impacting other people's lives. What a fucking nut job. I mean, I respect his just the depth at which he was willing to go, but that's unfortunate, man. And like, I, dude, I don't even know, right? Because like we have like awkward hanging units, right? Now, I've never gone long enough without a shower to see the effects of this and what it does to your situation. Yeah, it can't be great. Right? But I have, like, I, I play baseball, so... There have been days where I've had like double or triple headers and I'm in baseball pants forever. And like I peel those off my body along with like the sliding shorts and everything. And like, dude, I swear to God, nothing makes your shit thinner and longer and just uglier than being hot and sweaty. Right. Like, it's just gross. Like, it's just oh <laughs> oh who could put that in their mouths oh fuck it i don't know man that guy what a sociopath that's all that's all i got to say about that one okay uh <clears throat> this person says shane has mentioned in the past that he puts his writing out under a pen name do you guys get <laughs> nervous about judgment when you put content out to the public obviously <laughs> I'm using a pen name. Um, so I originally I started using um, I started using a pen name more so out of out of a out of a joke I want to say. So I used to as a kid, um, you know, as as a teen, uh, I was in a band, and one of the guys I was in a band with was also just into filmmaking he ended up he works in hollywood now um but he always just kind of he wanted to have like a a, a name different than his own so like he created this like director producer name for himself and when you know he would when we would write together or like make short films and enter stuff like it would all be under that fake name and like that just kind of became his persona and i was like man i really dig that and i was like because you're right like we all live so one of the things that's really hard and this is like an overly serious answer i guess but one of the things that's hard is like distancing yourselves from older versions of yourself so you know if, if i was to go and hang out with people that i grew up with right now like you know kids like neighborhood kids right like they're only memories and thoughts of me are you know shane of 16 years old sure and i'm very different at 32 right now and how easy it would be for them to just sit there and expect me to have not grown and not matured and then how easy it would be for me to sit there and say well if they're treating me this way i guess i'm going to pretend that i'm still that same 16 year old asshole so there's no like real growth or evolution and i think that's why you kind of phase people out of your life through stages and very few times are you friends with people throughout like the duration of your life or through various stages of your life. And part of, for me, writing under a different name was always 
I can be as authentic to this person, this version of me as I desire to be because no one knows it. No one knows who I am. No one expects me to write something different. Like if I was to tell you right now that I write poetry or something, you'd be like, this guy, poetry, fuck no. Like, but you don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Right. But you wouldn't assume certain things based on my persona on this particular show or what it's been on other shows. So I think the freedom of the anonymity of that process and writing under a pen name allows for a different level of authenticity to your writing style and to the way that you go out there and you do things. Um, It is unique. It's not the first time it's ever happened. It's the first time that anyone from this show or my other shows uh, found or stumbled upon some of my writing. Um, But it's not the first time in my life that someone has stumbled upon my writing um, or if like someone has borrowed one of my computers um, you know, I, I don't, I don't have anything password protected in my word documents um, <laughs> you know, so they might crack something open, but uh, yeah, it's, there's just, there's freedom in that anonymity to be your, your authentic self in terms of that creative process. So um, it does. Yeah. Of course it makes you nervous to, to sit there and think about people people finding your stuff and then putting two and two together and being like, wow, that's not what I expected. Or, Oh man, that's exactly what I expected. It's just weird. <clears throat> I have anxiety putting things out under my own name, like for, uh, like for the gentleman podcast, like putting some things out there when I used to write for my sports websites. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't love the thought of that. I don't love the thought of talking on this fucking thing. <laughs> I'm getting anxious right now. Um, no, it is weird though. Go ahead. I don't think I uh, get nervous. I started writing full-time in 2016. Brotherly Puck started in 2018. The five articles a week, every week, started at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So, you know, it's been two years now that I've been fulfilling this. And between that... Did it get easier as time went on, or have you just kind of always had that level of confidence to just go out there i think i'm far more i'm I'm far more confident in my overall writing now than i was back then but i don't think i was ever afraid to put content out i, I think it's more like <laughs> between the writing and the podcast there's legitimately thousands upon thousands of people that consume my content every week you know and none of that ever really bothered me i think the only time it does is when like friends listen to it or the occasional family member stumbles upon something like that's when I, you know, uh, the, the judgment, I guess, kind of bubbles forward. I don't know if it's that's the, a... you know, the idea of strangers are fine, but I'm like, Oh, like every once in a while, I know Cole listens to, you know, these shows. It's just like, please don't. <laughs> like... Yeah. That's, and that's, there's legitimate truth to that. So there are, there are people that, you know, I've worked with over the years, uh, or who, who I've met over the years and, you know, they'll, they'll be like, Oh man, I heard you do, you do a podcast. Like, can you send me a link? And I'll be like, sure. No problem. I'll send it to you when I get home or something. And I never do. And like, I know that that's bad for business, right? Like it's not good to sit there and not welcome those people in. Yeah. But to me, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. You don't need to, we're, we're good. You don't need to sit here and listen to this. This is awkward. You know, like, not that this is work, because it certainly doesn't feel like it. it. Like This is one of the best hours of my week, every week, sitting here and talking with you. You know, 
But if I was to sit here and have this conversation with you tonight, tell these stories, and then get into the office, if I still worked at like uni- well, the old financial institution that I used to work for, um, <laughs> and the guys over there listen to the to the show, and they would be like, oh, man, you got to tell me more about this. I was like, no, I told you everything I was going to tell you on the show. And they're like, oh, well, I got questions. I don't have answers. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, we had our show. We had our episode. We had our fun. Let's move on. Um, you know, I got family members that used to text me and be like, can you send me links to your shows? You know, I want to give it to to your grandfather. He loves, you know, hearing sports. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think that guy is going to want to hear what I have to say. Um, so it is awkward. You're, you're right. Um, you know, and I mentioned before how Stephanie doesn't listen to any of my shows. And it used to bother me a little bit, to be honest, because I was like, wow, like this is something I'm clearly passionate in. Like, why wouldn't you take the time to to listen uh and then she listened to one of my gentleman podcast episodes and i just remember how fucking uncomfortable i was when she told me she was listening to it on the way home from work and i just sat in silence waiting for her to get home (laughs) because i was like did i say anything wrong did i say anything weird that was going to offend her did i tell a story that i had not yet told her about a previous something like is she going to hate me is she going to hate the show is she going to judge me what am i going to have to quit like what's happening and i was just not prepared for that level of anxiety um and again i think that's a big part of the reason why the you know the the safety and anonymity for for the pen names and writing is such a big thing um but uh but look the the reality of this whole thing that we do here with podcasting and your writing within the website and stuff I've met so many really, really awesome people at this point, just from Brotherly Pod. We're not even just talking about our co-hosts. I've like whether it be fans of our particular show and episode, or fans of other shows and episodes. Like to sit there and be able to connect with these people, I'm building new relationships out of that, and I think that's awesome. Um, you know, and that to me doesn't become awkward anymore. You know, it's like if if we met through this show because of this show. I'm cool with you continuing to listen. But if I've known you my whole life or known you for X amount of time, and now you want to jump in and listen to something, I'm going to say, please don't. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought on that one in the end, but yeah, that's all right. Oh, let's see here. Question for flyer side chat. <laughs> If you could smack any brotherly pod co-host in the face, a la Will Smith at the Oscars last night, who would you pick and why? Can we just talk about that for like two seconds first? Sure. So obviously you've seen that this happened. Yes. It, it's essentially broken the fucking internet. Yes. I, Twitter was the last place I wanted to go today all day, which makes sense because I had to shit like 49 times. What else do you do in the restroom but go on Twitter? All I saw was the same nine posts over and over now, again. Don't use your phone when you're pooping. Oh, that's so gross. That's terrible. It's a horrible habit. Um, but uh, yeah, not great, dude. It's not great. I'm not proud of it. Um, but this is a safe space. So we've just established. I don't know any of these people in real life. Um, so what are your, what, what are your thoughts here? I'm not going to sit here and, and ask you to say like, are you pro Chris Rock in the situation or pro Will Smith in the situation? But like purely the magnitude of the situation and the ripple effect that it has now caused, like what's your stance on this as this just came down? Like, do you even give a shit? Not really. Thank you. 
I don't give a damn. I don't particularly care. Mainly because I don't know what the fuck a G.I. Jane is to begin with. Uh, well, that's because you're young. So well, that joke clearly went over my head to begin with. So I couldn't tell you if it's offensive or not. Uh, it's whatever. It's not know. for us to decide. That's for, you know. I just, like I sit there and I get it. Like that. Like it's a it's a moment that is probably not going to be repeated in on, t- on TV like that, right? I get that. But like at the end of the day, man, like I don't give a shit. Comedians cross lines all the time. It's their job to sit there. And I don't know that he did or didn't. That's for everyone to decide. But um, but it's their job to, to take you up right to that line and to, to, to sit there, judge your audience and say, I wonder if we can cross it or this is the place to stop. And sometimes they go too far. And look, maybe for... 99 out of 100 people that joke didn't go too far but for one person it did and that's the beauty of of the world you can sit there and have your own opinion and that is what it is i don't give a shit i'm not losing any fucking sleep over the fact that a comedian might have crossed the line maybe he didn't i'm not losing any sleep over you know a, a, an actor going out there and supporting his partner in a violent fashion i don't give a fuck not a damn ounce of anything do I sit here and lose any sleep over that. That's a, that's a situation for the two of them to sit there and have. I'm not going to invade their privacy by talking overly in depth and detail about it, as we just talked about it for 60 seconds. But if I could slap anyone on this podcast, that's a really good question. I think it's situational based. Oh, I don't. I don't at all. <laughs> I know with absolute certainty, I would just smack the shit out of Katie wow. in a fucking second, man. The, just the, the sheer concern that I have for her as a human being on a day-to-day basis. Like I would want the fear of God in her every time she turned a corner to sit there and think, did I forget a shovel? Did I forget a spatula? Did I forget this? Did I forget that? Like, I would just, it would be Katie for me, hands down. Okay. Answer the question, Dan. Who are you spanking the shit out? Spanking? Oh, you can see where my head's at. (laughs) Who are you slapping the shit out of? (laughs) Well, I mean, the easy answer is Noah, right? Just because he's a stupid face. Don't take it. He does have that face. Uh, he'd be the one <laughs> every once in a while when Manny does one of his stupid Dave Scott joke of the week thing, just fuck off. <laughs> um, by the way, Katie, I do love you. <laughs> I just think that for the, for the bit of this, it would have been hilarious yeah. because you also could have just smacked, smacked me. Look at that. Here we go. Smack me. <laughs> um, you could have slapped me back, but with the shovel you ended up buying and this would have been a beautiful bit. Anyway, Keep going, Dan. Who 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 are you slapping across the face? Mm, I think it's Noah. You're just taking the easy out. I see. Yeah. Well, I, I right. like everybody else. I like everyone. Hmm. Every single person. Katie might actually be my favorite person on this podcast. I think that might be <laughs> why I would slap her. Hmm. I also don't approve of violence of over women ever. This next question reminded me of something. <laughs> Oh, man, we still got questions. Keep we it going. We got one more. But uh, we have a controversy brewing here with these texters. Oh, all right. 
So there was the question last week about the resume, and there was the question about fucking watermelons. <laughs> Apparently, okay. Steve asked the resume question and did not ask the watermelon question. So because I think this one has this this one wants me to rank melons. So we're we're gonna get to that in a minute. But it sparked my memory of the fact that we have something. Either somebody's pretending to be Steve, or the more pressing question. Someone else is out there fucking watermelons. Do we have two people that like to fuck watermelons that listen to this show? What is happening? Is that my legacy I'm going to leave behind? Oh, Brotherly Pod, that was the show about fucking watermelons, wasn't it? God damn it, man. It's it's something. It's surely something. I'm not even sure which one this is now. Watch it be Steve, regardless. And he just bought like one of those He's got tra- two phones. tracker phones. Yeah. yeah, which I would respect, by the way. If he'd be like, "Can't prove it." What a gimmick! Yeah, it's getting Neve on it. Dear Flyerside Chat, what is your ranking of melons? I gotta say, Honeydew is the best by far. It never fails to satisfy. It is also moist, ripe, and ready to eat. What say you? You can answer this question, man. I, I think this is the fake Steve. I don't know, man. I'm sitting here trying to think of different kind of melons to begin with. There's watermelon and honeydew. Are there more melons than that? I don't know. And now I feel like an uneducated buffoon as I'm sitting here thinking about how do I rank melons when in my head I'm only thinking of one. Uh, <coughs> melon. A melon is uh, part of the Kerberticatsis family. Kerberticatsi. Listening to you attempt to pronounce that uh, Florida defenseman prospect that might have come over in the trade, in the rumored trade, in the G trade. Mackie Samsquatch? Hilarious to me. As I was sitting there listening to your frequent flyer with those guys. And I was like, thank you for keeping Sam the bit alive. Sam Moskovich. Sam Moskovich, yeah. Sam Moskovich. Um, what the fuck kind of melons are there? These are all know. the scientific names. I don't I don't need that. I need culinary names. Look at you using the word culinary now. <laughs> 20 types of melons to load up on while they're in season. Okay, here we go. Holy dick shit. Purewow.com. That sounds reasonable and totally reputable. Keep it going. Uh, The cantaloupe. Okay. Honeydew. All right. The winter melon. This is stupid. A.K.A. Ashgourd. Ashgourd? Ashgourd. All right. The cassaba melon. Or Golden Beauty, but that's Steve's favorite. The Persian Melon. You could just picture him with a Golden Beauty throwing a blonde wig on something and dancing around, looking at it and just saying, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. The Canary Over and melon. over again. The Crenshaw Melon. The Santa Claus Melon. This is dumb. I'm out. This is a stupid question. Ask some better questions. They all look the exact same, but they're all the same. 
the honey globe melon? Hmm. I got nothing. We got to get to the bottom of this fake Steven, though. We do. We do. How? <laughs> we have multiple watermelon fuckers. Either way, this is wrong. <laughs> Deeply upsetting regardless, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh Christ. Well, that was all the questions. What a way to end on an eye note. So, yeah, right. So I do have some more stories. What are we at time-wise? We have like 50 minutes or something? 55. All right. Well, maybe I'll give like one or two more stories then. So, again, through my random bouts of writer's block, uh, I decided <laughs> to go back to the diner that I had stopped frequenting when I thought my writer's block was, you know, fucking cured as if it can't come back. So I went to the diner, Dan, and I walk in and my waitress is there. And I was happy to see her because we got along. So I walked up and like, just with the most just hate you attitude, she was just like, so you're back, huh? Guess you just need me again. You just want to toss me to the side like every other man in my life. Oh boy! And I was like, I'm like, I'm taken aback by this a little bit, right? Because this is an aggressive. It's like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, who's got that much energy? Like, I was like, why is mm. she already this mad? I was like, this is crazy. Um, and like, I just like looked at her and I was like, wow, like, that's just that's a problem. How many men in your life are telling you this? How many men are just leaving you and coming back? And when are you going to realize that if we're all doing it, it's you? And apparently that was the wrong thing to say. And she (laughs) wasn't, wasn't in fact joking. And she just picked up the seltzer gun at the little bar thing and shot me at six o'clock in the morning (laughs) with a full blast of seltzer. And I'm just blinking through seltzer water. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And she goes, do you want coffee today? And I was like, not now. Like, I think you're going to burn my retinas at this point. You're just going to come over here and throw coffee into my face. So needless to say, I didn't stay for breakfast. I didn't stay at all. So I left and now the whole way home, I'm sitting here and I'm overanalyzing this because here, I don't know if I've pissed this girl off or if she was just joking. And if she was just joking and I just left, do I look like a little bitch? (laughs) So I came back, I came back like three hours later and I was like, and also it's embarrassing. I came back, I was wearing the same fucking shirt. Like, I just, like, took it off when I got home, and then it was dry-ish, so I was like, in case she hits me again, I put the same (laughs) shirt back on. (laughs) So so I walked back in there, and she was just like, are you kidding me? Like, you didn't learn your lesson? And I was like, I'm sorry, I missed the part where we fucked, and I was, that was an appropriate response, and as I said response, when my mouth opened on the O, she just hit me with the fucking seltzer gun again. <laughs> and I was like, I cannot believe this shit. And I was like, 
all right, point taken. I'm not going to get lunch here either. Sorry. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a walk. So later in the night, it's got to be, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, something like that. She sends me a video that one of her coworkers took from the CCTV in the diner of me getting shot in the face twice. Can I tell you how upsetting it is to see how fucking fat I am and how far the water comes off my body in both videos and these are shitty cctv cameras they're like diner diner cameras so like it's like i I, there's no definitive feature like if someone looked at this you could never tell that it was me the problem is i know that it's me because no one else gets shot in the face at a diner and there's just so much of me there like there's other people in the shot that are like of average weight and look like functional humans. Not I. I'm just standing there like a whale. She sends me these videos, and she just goes, I can't believe that you really came back a second time. You costed me $10 in tips for not coming back a third time because I said that I thought that you would. And I was like, well, I don't want to come back a third time. Like... My shirt just dried again. Like, I'm done here. We're, we're good. And she's like, listen, your breakfast is on me tomorrow. I was literally just fucking around. She's like, I didn't expect you to leave. But when I saw that you came back again, I knew I had to keep this going. And I was like, I respect that. <laughs> so I came in the next day, like feeling like I was, and she's, she is super nice, but like very sarcastic and just, she, we get along very well. Right normally and so i'm sitting here and i was like i don't really know how to gauge going in the next day she's invited me this time so i was like okay i feel a little better about going in this time than i felt coming in the second time on the same day but i still don't know like enough like i still am not confident enough so i was like all right i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna pick up uh flowers on my way in right now, the problem is the only flowers that you can get at six o'clock in the morning are at a fucking grocery store. <laughs> so it's just like, all right. And she's definitely not a flower girl, like at all. But I was like, I'm just going to get flowers and be like, hey. Can I be the flower girl at your wedding? Absolutely. Cool. I mean, honestly, I need you to be my best man. So um, just because I want you to give a speech. That's it. <laughs> like, you don't actually need to be there for anything other than that. Um, but uh can you be the flower girl? <laughs> so anyway, I pick up these flowers and I, I, I head into the diner, um, you know, and I walk in and this girl causes the biggest scene. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? You didn't learn. And she just comes right over, gets the gun and shoots me again. And this time they're all fucking laughing. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I had to stay and I was soaked, dude. It was awful. I was so fucking angry, but at the same time, so appreciative that she kept on with the bit. Uh, So she came over 
um and she goes you know she puts the check down and i was like thank you i was like i appreciate it you definitely didn't have to take care of my breakfast and she was just like not a problem she goes honestly just thanks for being you know thanks for playing along with it or whatever so i go to flip over the check it was you know still gonna leave her a tip right and the bill is 181 dollars and i was like i mean (laughs) i got coffee two eggs toast and hash browns like it's like six bucks and then plus whatever i normally tip you i was like where did this come from she's like Oh yeah, I had to pay for people's food yesterday because of the scene that I caused. So you're paying for people's food. And I was like, you are such an asshole. I was like, this is and it was one of the uh best experiences I've ever had in my life. Worst and best, but still absolutely hilarious. But the point of this all is I did come home and write again because I don't there's something about being shot in the face with seltzer water that makes you uh, you know, really, really need to write. So that was two days, two days of my life, sort of two days. You ever go um, back to the disappearing waitress diner? I have not, but I'm going to go there with Nick. That's that's what I need. I need to get Nick to uh, to come up these parts again. Um, but I did find out something else upsetting about myself this weekend, and I have come to this realization on several occasions recently, but I really came to it this past weekend. Um. I uh I I can't uh I can't have sex on soft surfaces anymore. Uh <laughs> Okay. At all. It's too risky like just ent- entirely. So like you know, we we have you a have to go do a, it on the pavement or something. That's what I'm saying. So like regardless. So top bottom, side to side, spoon doggy whatever. Like we need to be on a hard surface. Otherwise, it's just this. This is gonna. This is gonna be a terrible experience, like for both of us. So what I found out was, so we have your master bedroom, you know, which is like that's all really nice furniture. It's great. Like that's that's furniture that's gonna be with us for a long time, right? Our guest room, which is like, you know, it's not bad furniture, but it's like not really meant to be lived on every night. So it's certainly a little softer. And then we have a day bed. Uh, that's like really only there to like read or take a quick nap on, or if you're like a toddler, like <laughs> maybe that's the only acceptable like weight support that that bed should have. So it's very soft. So I was the in the day bed you can sort of see because it's in the back of my office. So I was doing work uh, over the weekend, and she came in, and you know it. It leads to that and i'm like always appreciative but like we get onto this fucking day bed and like oh this is hard so <sighs> like i think she was only riding helmet <laughs> because it's all i was showing because like i sunk in so much into the bed and like be, when you sink in and like you, you get like in that awkward position, like you're losing inches of your your unit. Right. So like it's like inside me. And I'm like, I like I just felt awkward because like there was air 
in between every thrust and it shouldn't be like that like that's just weird like it was just definitive like and i was like well, this is we gotta we gotta change the position here like this is this is not okay so like i tried to you know switch things around but now like because the weight distribution of us understandably so is pretty severe i'm sinking lower then what so it's a lot like what I would imagine, like if you were like six foot nine and you were dating like a four foot eleven girl, like just the 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 measurements don't line up in a place where you could just normally do things. Like you need to put her on a booster or something, right? Well, I was like sinking so far into the corner of that bed, and she was still like propped up, and I'm like, dude, like I feel like I'm I'm like only hitting like like the i don't know the the floor of your asshole like this is weird like i can't this is uncomfortable like this is i'm so we got to we got to we got to go somewhere else so like we get to where the the guest bedroom is which by the way if you ever stay at my house for any reason listeners guest bedroom basically only used for sex because it's a lot warmer than the master bedroom um so we get in there and that mattress is awfully soft. So like I just like laid down and I was like, all right, this is what it is. This is fine. Let's just get this over with. Like, I'm just a participant at this point. Like you just tell me when we're good. <laughs> Cause it's like, I'm just, I'm uncomfortable. I'm embarrassed. It's like, this is weird. And like, I just felt a sinking in the bed. And I was like, like looking around at stuff while stuff's going on and she's just like are you okay i'm like i'm are we below the bed and she's like i don't know i'm like i feel like the angle of your like i feel like there's a a particular like set of degrees that your legs go to comfortably and you're really stretching that is and like how wide am i not my unit but how like my body how wide is like, I feel like right now you're, you're like at an obtuse angle, like a, just a triangle, like the, you're the big angle and it should be a little bit more of the closer to like the 75 to 90 degree angle. Like, are you okay? Like, are, are you feel like you're going to pull a hip or a hamstring or something? And she's like, can you just stop talking? And I'm like, I can't <laughs> like, we got to go somewhere else. I'm sorry. Good. So the end of that experience is we, we end up getting to, you know, a place where it all works out. And I said, this is fine. So the next day, um obviously you gotta redeem yourself right so i'm sitting here thinking so i'm like all right here's the thing we're just gonna fuck on the floor i don't even care i was like i know we got all these other surfaces but we're just we're just gonna screw on the floor this is what it is and i'm here for it here's the problem have you ever laid on the floor when your back hurts i usually end up on the floor when i'm drunk Oh, that's fair. Well, I'm it's not great at the age for you. Where my back is hurting all the time. Well, that's good. I'm at the age and weight uh, yeah. that my back's always hurting. So you're neither of those. Every things. once in a while, I guess, if there's a there's there's an issue, you, know, you find the floor. Sure. So here's the thing: if you lie on a hard surface like that, like it's typically very good for your spine, right? If you're laying on your back, here's where the issue came about 
sex is all well and good and stuff. It's pretty great, yeah. It is pretty great, but here's the thing. My back was hurting so bad that I'm pretty positive, and I can say this here because we've established that Stephanie does not listen to the show. I only came because it felt so good to lay on my back <laughs> on a hard surface. I don't even think I was a participant in the activity itself. I think I was just staring at the ceiling like, yes, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Were we, were you, did you finish? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, what a just a, an eye-opening weekend of hell for that. It was just, it's bad, man. I'm telling you. Like, I got to lose weight. I got to buy. What happened to you? Is the Connecticut whale Samoskovich? I'm just looking over these rosters here as the game. Is that the is that is that Mackie's sister? Maybe. Do a little bit of research. Also, Mackie is a badass name. That's why I really wanted him. Mackie or Mickey. Those two names that just need to be used all the time. Oh yeah. Sam Moskovich. Samoskovich? Oh. oh, she does have a Wikipedia page. Cool. You know Kennedy Marchman is Cousins of Mason Marchman, who is the uh, guy with no. the Florida Panthers. Boston opens the lead. one nothing. 15-44 left in the first. If they fucking win again, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> They're full-on heel turn this year. Mackie! Son of a bitch, they are related! I mean, granted, yeah. how many fucking people are last name Samoskovich, but, you know. Who's to know? Oh, my God. That was a hell of a shot. This is not like a real story or anything. I just need to ask. Have you watched? You know, I know you're not a big TV guy or anything like that, but have you watched Money Heist on Netflix? Nope. All right. So I actually started the show when it first came out. Um, so, you know, several years back. Um, and I remember like really enjoying the show. Um, however, it is, uh, it's not a, it's not an English show, but they have like an English like voice dubbed version over them, which like, honestly they do like pretty decent. Like you don't like after the first two minutes of an episode, you don't realize that they're not fucking speaking English. Um, so it's bizarre how they were able to do that, but it's hilarious listening to the translation of what clearly is not being said in this show. It is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in my entire life. And I'm just like, this is gold. But go watch that show. It's amazing. You know, Mark Alt got traded today. What? <sighs> the other part of the Twin Towers of the, of the Phantoms, man. No Didn't he either. score in his first game with Colorado? Something like that. Uh, yeah. When we yeah, when we shifted him over there. I have his uh, game worn Phantoms jersey. Uh, that was such a weird pairing, him and Morin. Yeah. I mean, it was very visually intimidating, but it was weird. <sighs> Anything else you want to get off your chest? <laughs> I do. I dude. I have so many stories, so I'm gonna have to save some for next week because we're already probably at like an hour and fifteen minutes. Exactly. Actually, yes. Oh, there you go. 
So yeah, I'll have to save some for next week, which is good because I haven't had a lot of content lately. I may have a Lamborghini by next week. We shall see. That might be the only content we need. <laughs> we shall see. Oh yeah. All right, everyone. Um, five another episode up next after this. Uh, got a freaking flyer. Got a an Anthony show yet to do this week as well. So at least that. Uh, Sister of the Pod was yesterday, so check that out if you've not yet. And uh, plenty of shit up on the website. I momentarily broke through my writer's block enough to put up a bunch of shit this week. Good for um, you. And it wasn't even necessarily I broke through it. It was that I was able to brainstorm enough easy ideas to <laughs> throw a few softballs out there to get it done. Hey, that's somehow delay the inevitable for another week. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was that. So, yeah, uh, at Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. And uh, Lance Good Thrust, where can they find you on the Twitter machine? Uh, you guys can get me on Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. I'm also toying around with the idea of creating like a writer's group or a partnership with uh, – you don't even have to be a writer of any kind. Like if it's just something you've always kind of wanted to do. Um, but I'm trying to look to do some more collaborative projects, maybe try to help some of that to uh, – or to use some of that to kind of help fuel some of my creativity and get the hell out of this block i'm also toying with the idea of doing either a solo podcast or a podcast with a female host for the first time uh, or female co-host which uh was something that was put into uh into my dms or my mentions one of the two i can't recall but i do think that could be interesting um so if you have any ideas on and some of you have already mentioned this on the posts that i put out on my twitter um about something that you would want to hear me talk about uh, um, I am open to uh, open to suggestions, and if you are looking to try to write, whether it be screenplays of some sorts or just uh, you know stories, whatever, um, shoot me a DM and uh, and let's exchange numbers and see if we can't put something together. I do think that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, it's at Shane underscore Mead. I saw you changed your uh, profile picture. Yeah, man, we're excited. It's the uh, so. I've been to every home opener with the exception of the year that I got knee surgery in 2014, 13, 2013, I think 13 or 14. I can't remember. Um, and then the last two seasons with the, with the pandemic. Um, but other than that, I've been at every opener since I think 92 or 93. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we just got our tickets, confirmed uh this afternoon so put up a picture of uh of me and stephanie so which, clearly you in, know, uh, better days for you um i think it was two years ago it's not that bad is mm. it that different mm. that's that's, mm. that's shitty god damn mm. clearly in better days <laughs> even that i was heavier than what i ordinarily would be um man i got a lot of work to do <laughs> this is tough tough crowd Christ. clearly in better days Christ, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 she's all good looking and stuff oh it's a nightmare people probably think i'm holding her fucking hostage <laughs> just, just, they're gonna start sending her dms are you okay <laughs> all right everyone i got some women's hockey to watch so till next time goodbye and good night